This is Monty in the Morning, the show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, yo, man. How the heck are you? It is Thursday, January 13th, 2021. I almost made it through the whole open. We got to talk about that COVID test I took yesterday. Yeah. That was a little bit of an interesting process. I was a little surprised how that whole thing played out. So we'll talk about that. Um, We got to talk about the NFL playoffs wild card weekend. We'll have locks for you on the show tomorrow. Um, we got to talk about you rocking our affiliate links. Let's go. Added a new link down there. Let's go. New mask link, new testing. There's at-home testing kits. Just check it out if you're on the podcast or on YouTube. Just go ahead and click the links in the description below. Um, but I think without a doubt, we got to start talking about the Utah Jazz on this here program. Um, I don't know. Maybe we are doomsday sayers or naysayers or however you want. We're to st- haters. Yeah, maybe that's you know it, it is what it is. Facts. Um, haters. See, like I'm having to say the drops now because right. Not Give me doing like his, two his, minutes. His job. Jesus. Facts. You know. Uh, yeah. Facts. Um, how worried about this Utah Jazz team are you, Jake? Yeah. Well, you know. So if we go back to the Pistons loss, I wasn't necessarily worried about the character of the team or where this team was at as far as, you know, the relationships on the floor and the dynamic on the floor, uh, mainly because the Pistons just looked fresher. You know, they look like the better athlete on the floor. Okay, can kind of write that off. Things happen, you know. This game last night, um, you know, you're at home. You're playing the Cavs. And, and I, I tweeted out last night that the Cavs are, you know, a mediocre team by NBA standards. And everyone was like, no, they're not a mediocre team. And I'm telling you that the, I'm here to tell you that the Cavs are a a pretty mediocre team. They're a middle of the field team. They're not, you know, top 10 in the league, I would say. They're pushing for that, but this is a team that going into it on paper, you would expect the Jazz to be able to handle even with Gobert being out. So last night I'm watching this game and I don't even really care that you lost by 20 at home. Right. What I'm more concerned about is what I saw, you know, in the game within the game, which is Joe Ingles getting ejected out of this game for basically no reason. Right. It was a really stupid thing that he did uh, and he didn't have to do it. You know, fighting with the officials over a play you weren't even involved in. And then if you go all the way back to the first quarter, elbowing Jared Allen in the face for basically no reason. So to me, I was like, okay. Joe in his first game back is trying to be a pest and he made a mistake. All right, I can kind of just put that on Joe. But then as the game progresses, I see a lot of immaturity, you know, across the lineup that's on the floor for the Jazz. I see a lot of uh, lack of, you know, leadership and composure and basically just a lack of a plan. And and that's really what concerns me about this team uh, a lot. It's one thing to say, okay, You know, our best defensive players in protocol, we're missing some guys. You know, we probably are going to lose some games here. Okay, I can get down with that. That's fine. I I think, you know, any any NBA organization right now, you look at the Bulls, you look at what the Nets went through with the protocol situation. A lot of these teams have gone through the cycle of, hey, we got a lot of players out, so we're probably going to lose some games here. That's one thing. But what happened last night was a different thing. 
you had most of your guys playing last night, just so we're clear. You had all of your mainstays playing except Rudy Gobert, and you lost by 20 at home because you don't want to move the ball and you don't run offense. And what I mean by you don't run offense, if you watch this team consistently, you know they walk the ball up the floor, they set a pick, and then they just try to swing the ball. There's no sets. There's no strategy as to how to go at a team that started three seven-footers last night. Well, I don't even know that that's what the Jazz are doing. I, I was tweeting during the game about, um, you know, that they just need to run offense because they're walking it up, and Donovan Mitchell's taking a long three. Um, they're walking it up, and there's one pass to Jordan Clarkson, and he's taking a long three. You're walking the ball up as Donovan Mitchell – driving right to the basket like there's no offense being run mm -hmm. there's, there's no strategy there's no sure you, it, I, I can't disagree with that there's no there's no strategy in place there's no it doesn't seem to me plan of how you're going to attack the Cleveland Cavaliers defensively yeah like they're they're whatever the Cavs do on defense you have no plan you're just going to do you yeah you don't run sets there's no you know, there's no drive and kick. There's no screen roll kick to the corner. Mm -hmm. Like, there's there's none of that. I And, I, frankly, I think that's the only way this team is elite. And if we're telling the truth about the Utah Jazz, what I'm telling you is that Quinn Snyder needs to be on the hot seat because this isn't about Rudy Gobert not being in the lineup. And wins and losses don't really even matter to me. What matters to me is what you look like winning and losing, mm -hmm. how you play winning and losing. Where's the effort? Where's the frustration? Frankly, today, if you're a Utah Jazz fan, you should be embarrassed for Joe Ingles. That garbage he put out there last night, yeah. I don't even know who that guy is. Yeah. The elbow he threw into the face of Jared Allen, okay, that's a technical foul. You were trying to stir the pot. I totally get it. All right, maybe. But then to get involved in an argument with the officials that had nothing to do with you to the point where you got thrown out of a game where – with you in the game, your coach only had nine available players. You get tossed. Now he only has eight. That's embarrassing. That's bad basketball. That's bad mindset. That's not intelligent. That's why I say if we're telling the truth about the Utah Jazz, I think we got to start looking at Quinn Snyder. Yeah. Because I, this team's coming apart. I totally agree. And I, and, I, and, I, and I don't think that's too strong to say. I don't think it's, it's you know, shock jock radio or hot take guy or whatever – to say that this team is 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 coming unhinged, and that's how I like to 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 word it. Whether you want to say coming apart, coming unhinged, like like the team just does not feel like it is together and moving all in the same direction. Which which frankly, this is the first time I've really seen this kind of dynamic, this sort of just unorganized, just kind of rolling up to play a game mentality out of this version of the Utah Jazz with Quinn and Donovan and, and this core group of players. And I think that so, – so the point is, is that's what concerns me. I don't really – you know, yeah, uh, losing, at, losing by 20 at home, yeah, that's never a good thing, no matter what the situation is with COVID protocol. But the way you lost this game and the way the game went, I was just like, dude, like, what's going on with this team? Where did where – did, where did, you know, the organized – Donovan Mitchell led Utah Jazz go. I don't know. And and I'm looking like, you know, the box score and, and I don't mean to run on, but this is also if you want to, if you're a numbers person, what's concerning, I think they had like eleven assists last night as a team or whatever it was. But that goes back to no offense being run. Yeah. Like you know, like it, it 
to me that it doesn't matter that you're losing you're 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 missing some real important players including Rudy Gobert yeah including Hassan Whiteside Rudy Gay you're missing guys so it you're expected in my opinion to at least compete mm -hmm. but this team's not competing right now you had 11 team assists last night yeah that's, that's shocking it, dude like like the to put that in perspective you have a Cavs team who had 28 team assists last night 28 dude like they out rebounded you 50 to 32 which okay I can get down with that you're missing your bigs okay fine we won't we won't talk about the rebounds right but I just I just look at the box score you've got bogey with nine points yeah you've got Joe Ingles because he decided to get tossed with two points but what's more scary and this is what I was saying earlier in the week about Donovan Mitchell and I'm not trying to hit the panic button or anything, but it's a little surprising that we have a guy in Donovan Mitchell who's capable of doing what he's doing, only putting up 17 points. That's a little surprising when your team is shorthanded. You so, did, other than Eric Pascal, there was not a single Jazz player that was positive. Yeah. Everybody else was, was negative, including the great Royce O'Neal, the greatest defender anyone's ever seen at a minus 21. Minus 21. That's dude. in in 36 minutes. Royce O'Neal was a minus 21. Bro, like, like the numbers. That's what stands out to you is that this team is not competing. The issue is the U <laughs> the Utah Jazz are not competing. And this that and that goes back to the coaching thing. And that's and I and I think it's a great point. Like you know, no matter if you're winning or losing or you're shorthanded, it, it, it's more about how we're going about playing these games. Yeah. And, and again, I, I know it might seem just a little bit silly, but like last night, I'm literally sitting there saying, OK, did they watch tape on this team before they rolled out on the floor tonight? Did they do, do they not have any kind of like like operation for how they're going to attack this team? Yeah. I just couldn't believe it. Well, and by the way, I'm not telling you to fire Quinn Snyder right now. I think that would be a a reckless decision. But yeah. I think I, there's to me, I don't know how you have him. If this continues, and my guess is it won't. Sunday, when the Jazz are off until Sunday, Sunday my guess is you're going to have Rudy Gobert back and things will be normalized again. But this is not a team that's going to make a deep playoff run. And in my opinion, I think you got to make a coaching change after the season. I would not fire Quinn Snyder now, but I would start really leaning on Quinn Snyder to find solutions. Mm -hmm. This one-on-one -on -one basketball is why you're not competing right now. It's not that you don't have Rudy Gobert. It's that you're not playing ball. You're playing hero ball, iso ball, one-on-one -on -one ball. You can't go an entire game and have 11 assists. Yeah. That's shocking. It's just to me. not good enough. It's yeah, not good I, enough. But other than that, I, I mean, I don't know how you explain their lack of competition. They're, they're, that's what's so surprising to me. So yeah. as we, you know, as we title this show, The Truth About the Utah Jazz, the Jazz are melting. I mean, you're, you're watching a team come apart. It was clearly a mistake to keep this roster intact. Mm hmm. And you're paying the price for that now. And when you have, you know, everybody's been devastated by COVID. It just is what it is. Yeah, it's a thing that happens to teams now. It just is what it is. As I sit here waiting for my COVID test result to come back in. Did it come in yet, dude? It did not. And I am, like, I'm literally looking at my chart app, like, constantly. I, I, I need to know.
But the point is, it's not it, it, it's not that you're losing. It's that the the decisions you're making are just so bad. Yeah, they're just they're they're just so bad. Yeah, I don't know how you how you justify the things that are being done on the floor right well, now. And I'd feel a little I better really about don't. it if Don was putting up you know twenty five thirty a night like he usually does. You well, know? because I'm such a fan of Craig Bowler, Jack. Mm-hmm. Right. I was watching the Cleveland Cavalier broadcast last night. Right. Facts. Yeah. And their mm-hmm. pregame, their whole pregame thing was, well, you know, Donovan Mitchell is going to roll out and drop thirty on us. So let's contain let's contain everybody else. But you see what I mean? That's a strategy. Okay, we know Don is a great scorer. We know that he's yeah. going to get his, which he didn't. But we know he's going to get his. So let's just let's let's play defense against everybody else. Let Don get his, and we'll win the game. Yeah. That's a strategy. Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah, I mean, look, they weren't going to win this game because you didn't have a center on the roster. I mean, well, you, you, I don't you, necessarily agree with that. This team's capable of making, you know. What twenty five threes in a game? Well, yeah, but when when you shoot thirty four percent from three, you're probably not going to win if you're the Jazz. Agreed. But so that's why I say like you are already you are already going to have to have a special offensive performance because you didn't have a center on the roster. But when you roll out with Royce, Bogey, Conley, Ingles, and Mitchell, and off the bench you're playing Clarkson and Pascal, you essentially played. Seven guys last night. Denzel Valentine got 17 minutes. But but hold on. How is that any different than any other night? And I'm not being an asshole about it. Because How you is didn't that play, any different? Because you didn't have a center last night. So I think you knew that Jared, Jared Allen was going to probably have a big game. He didn't. Jared Allen played 30 minutes, had seven boards in 12 points. It's not a big game. No. And if you look at Evan Mobley, 15 minutes and and 10 rebounds or 15 points and 10 rebounds, you know, like it's just not that's what's so surprising. So that's why I say, like last night, if you're the Jazz and you know you're not going to have a big on your roster and you're going to have some size issues, wouldn't you think that there would be a lot of driving and kicking happening? There would be a lot of ball rotation, systematic basketball, right? Like you you would be like, okay, we know that we're going to have to have you know, a special performance from three tonight to win this game. We know that we're going to have to shoot. You know, we're going to have to have that 40% from three as a team shooting night that we have, that we are notorious for having. So let's drive and kick. Let's use Donovan as a decoy. And let's get the ball to guys like Joe Ingles and, and Boyan Bogdanovich in the corner. Hell, you even get, what I think Pascal was four or four last night or, th- or three or four from three. I mean, you weren't even expecting that off the bench. Yeah. Yeah, Pascal's playing well. It really, and again, another indictment against Quinn Snyder is, you know, you give Elijah Hughes and Eric Pascal major minutes and they contribute. Yeah. And yet you don't give them major minutes. I don't understand that. Kenny says, the Jazz make me sad. All I wanted was a win for my birthday. Well, happy Aww, birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. The Nye guy says, morning, dudes. Morning, bruh. Morning, bro. The, he also says, live by the three, die by the three. Always have and always will right now. Cody Strickland says, good morning, Vietnam. Uh, okay. Uh, Greg Hawkins says, howdy, fellas. What's up, Rockstar? Kenny says, now I have a question for you guys. Do the Jazz need to blow it up now? Is it time? And more importantly, will they? I think he, I think you're going to get an indication of what's going to happen to this roster at the trade deadline. Yeah. I think there's a real good chance if this kind of play continues, they don't make a major deal at the deadline. 
I think what you'll see is a complete dismantling over the summer. Yeah. Um, Danny Ainge has not been a guy who has historically made huge deals at the deadline. He's made one or two here and there, but he's not the guy that goes out and blows it up at the deadline. My guess is that will probably be his pattern. If they, if they, if in the next couple of weeks you fall out of the, you know, of the, the top tier in the Western conference, and my guess is they won't. And this is the other thing I think you just need your guys to get healthy here. You know, it's a week and a half of not having your best players, right? So right now the Jazz have fallen to fourth below Memphis but by a half game. But is it accurate to say it's a week and a half of not having your best players? I mean, they had their their guys last night. Well, you you need a center. You need a body. You need a big man in the middle, whether he contributes or not. Mm-hmm. You need, a, you need a, a space eater in the middle. Yeah. And for the Jazz – they absolutely need that because you, 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 Rudy Gobert is is their their pick and roll guy. And I mean, if you're looking at the standings, let's be honest. I mean, we said this on the show yesterday too. Like, you know, you're the top four teams in the West have a massive cushion over the rest of the West. So, you know, you've got the Suns who are leading the West at 31 and nine. Golden State's one game behind them at 30 and 10. Memphis is now in the third spot at 29 and 14. And then the Jazz are mm-hmm. a half game back, 28 and 14. But then after the Jazz, it's Dallas at 22 and 19, nine and a half games It's out. mediocrity. Yeah. So, it's I mean, a lot of mediocrity. You know, if you're the Jazz, you've got a, what, a five-game cushion to the next, to the fifth seed. I mean, you're not going to fall, you, you know, to the fifth seed here. Yeah, and Dallas isn't good. I mean, the Lakers got embarrassed last night in Sacramento. Um, you know, the nugget, I don't know what's taking Jamal Murray so long, but it just feels like he's been out for years. Um, I would agree with you. There's a separation of classes, but are the jazz falling back to that Dallas, Denver, Clipper, Laker group? Because all of a sudden you look at, you look at teams at the bottom of this, this conference, and there's not a whole lot of quality basketball being played. Mm -hmm. Like you watched the game in Chicago last night. With the Nets and the Bulls, it was wildly entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're starting to understand why why the Bulls and the Nets are the two best teams in the in the East. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but the East is actually playing good basketball. I mean, the Sixers lost last night. But, you know, you're looking at a, a Sixer, Buck, Heat, Net, Bulls are all pretty good teams. Yeah. They're you know, good, and yeah. Yeah. I, again, I don't know if Daryl Morey ever pulls his own head out of his own orifice so dumb, and makes dude. this trade. It is so dumb. But there are rumors around the NBA now that he's asking for exponentially more now than he was previously for Ben Simmons. Yeah, they don't want to trade Ben Simmons. They don't. They don't. They want to. They want to keep him on an island, keep him out of the league, and you know. But, but the, uh, yeah. But, I mean, that's the only way. That's the only thing you can say about it. Because if you wanted to move on from this and you wanted to actually be serious about winning a championship, you'd have traded him already. You, you'd have made a deal. You, you would have. You would have understood that your value is yeah. not going to come in a sure. in an all star in return. It's going to come in picks, and you're going to have to turn those picks into something special out of the draft. Like you would understand that. The thing that Daryl Morey does not understand is he's not in a position of leverage as far as the league is concerned. People do not have to do business with you. And I know that that's really unfortunate for Ben Simmons' career. But the fact is, is because Ben Simmons is a limited offensive player in terms of getting his own shot and and all that, he's not a super attractive candidate to all these other teams. I mean, you have ESPN this morning talking about how he'd be a great fit 
on the Bulls. And while, yes, I agree that the Bulls need some defense for Kevin Durant and the Nets, I don't think that financially he's a great fit for almost any team because he's paid so he's damn much, so dude. so much money. So that's why I say if you're Daryl Morey and the Sixers, what are you really doing here? Yep, I agree. Let's get some more comments in here. Uh, Cody says, I'm pretty sure that the Jazz will be fine. Sad game last night. Joe stunk it up and made sure he got tossed. I d and I, I don't know if James is in here or not, but I, I'm telling you right now that Joe Ingles is done. Like I, I, it, you're either going to trade him or he's just going to play out the string this year. Yeah, he's done. He's I, the guy. He I don't. Move. I don't see that. I just don't see he can compete anymore. Because it's and, garbage. I mean, I don't know. He's not a shell of the player he used to be. No. And I know we've been saying that for a couple of months now. Joe Ingles used to be able to put up 25 or 30 for this team. Like, I hope people remember that. Like, he's a guy that can make six, seven threes a game, and he can get you eight or nine assists. I mean, I don't remember a time where he airballed two shots in a row like that. I don't – I mean, he was not even close to yeah. start the game last night. Yeah. Um, Brylark says, morning, boys. There's James Knight. He says, morning, guys. I love Joe, but his actions last night were selfish and stupid. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it might be time to get on a plane back home because he's done. I'm telling you. Wow. James keeps yeah. in it real. Yeah, man. Mr. E says, would you pull the trigger and fire Snyder and hire Sam Cassell? I would. Not right now, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't do that in the middle of the season. It's no. just not. It, Quinn deserves better than that. The team deserves better than that. But I think it's absolutely warranted after the season. Amen on uh, Snyder, the night guy says. We've been out coached way too many times. Bogey was a puss fart last night. I'm sorry. Did you say a puss <laughs> fart? Did you say a puss fart? Like, what it can, can, you know, okay. we, we don't weaponize the female genitalia in this home. Whatever. Um, that's something my wife says all the time. Uh, Bogey was a puss fart last night, constantly crying about fouls and always on the ground. That's when I turned off the jazz broadcast. Yeah. When, when Holly Rowe and, and Bowler are ripping the officials. I'm just like, are, are we are we being serious? I mean, uh, really? Apparently. Like you're you're complaining. Like you're watching this Jazz game and you're complaining about the officials. That's what stood out to you. If you're and the Holly Road thing is interesting. Yeah, because she is. I actually am. I like Holly Row. I don't mind her on the broadcast. There's so many people who don't like Holly Row, and I don't understand that. Yeah, I think that. Her contribution sometimes feels forced. It feels manufactured, and and that's the tough part about Holly. Like she did, she was uh, part of ESPN's crew on the college football national championship, and I just was uncomfortable watching her interview Nick Saban. I was like, dude, like what? This shouldn't be Holly Rowe, with all due respect. Coach Saban. Yeah, like uh, it why, shouldn't well, be her. Well, Nick Saban's a tough interview. Um, I think there's Coach Saban. Yeah, I, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, thank you. Jerry was like, where's the Coach Saban drop? It's right there. Yeah. This is Coach Saban. Yeah. Um, but she is she can't she has a propensity to be awkward. Mm -hmm. Like talking about Jordan Clarkson's Kobe's last night. Dude, they're literally like they're like she's literally like he makes this step back three. You know, it was a beautiful good, shot. Great move, beautiful shot, classic Jordan Clarkson. And they're literally on the broadcast like, yeah, that was a special move, and he's got special footwork and those special shoes. Somebody tweeted us what shoes he's wearing. He's literally wearing Kobe 4s. Like, it, you don't know that those are Kobe 4s. Yeah, that's a little surprising. Like, 
Everybody. But they are older. I mean, Big T, Bowler, and Holly Rowe are not spring chickens. Yeah. Well, you, you know, cover I the mean, NBA for a living. You should know what a Kobe 4 is. I would think. Brylark said, we started seeing the Ingles decline last year. Yep. Cody Strickland said, they should keep Ben Simmons out. F that guy. Bite the bullet. Keep him off the court for the rest of his contract and show players in the league that you should never be rewarded for being a little biatch. Well, do we agree with that? Like, do I mean, where are you? If I'm Ben Simmons, I would have played this year. Yeah. I think you you abandoned your team last year and now all of this year. Yeah, he's being selfish now. There's no doubt. But I'll tell you what, if I'm the Sixers, I'd have traded him last summer. I would not have held on to him. He had less value, I agree. He's got more value now. I agree with that. But you're you're focused on Ben Simmons at that point. Yeah, why are you playing games? What's Focus the- on the club. Yeah, dude. Focus on the team. You know, Jack T, good morning, too. He says, if you say Gobert is expendable, that's fair, but then it means you have nothing. Well, but well that, I think you have nothing now. That's the thing. But, but I disagree that you have nothing. The problem with this roster right now is, and it's still Dennis Lindsay's roster, and not to keep saying it, but I told you so. Yeah. You can't keep this roster intact last summer. Facts. Right? You're built around Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Your, you, your defense is, okay, well, I'm a slow balding white guy and I'm going to let him my defender go by me and Rudy's going to pick up my 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 slack y'all feel me that's your defensive that's like Royce O'Neal Buckets O'Neal lockdown defender no turns out he's not he's not right he's not your team is built around the wrong freaking guy yeah that's what's wrong with the and again the theme of the show today is let's tell the truth about the Jazz yeah the truth about the Jazz is they're built around the wrong guy they need to be built around Donovan Mitchell. They're built around Rudy Gobert. Yeah. And you're seeing that right now. Yeah. Right? You, they are not the same team defensively. You have four guys last night on the floor who just are not physically capable of defending. Well, I think I you know, I think it's actually fair to say that they're not the same team on either end of the floor because the the truth is, you know, yeah, Rudy can't get his own shot, but he is a really good screen setter he he does provide and create opportunities for other guys because of how good he is at setting screens up top and they they I totally agree they're built around him that without him you're not seeing we were just talking about it you're not seeing all the screens being set you're not seeing you know the pick and roll there's no system yeah there's no offensive sets yeah and so you know again with all due respect to Rudy Gobert like I just think that that this roster has a major flaw in it, and and it's not going to be overcome. And I think it's very easy to take advantage of if you're playing the Jazz. Yeah, I I totally yeah I agree with that 100. Um, percent Matt says can't wait to see BYU in the Big 12. How incredible are Texas Tech, Baylor, and Kansas? That league's loaded. Yeah, well, once they get Jackson Dart, they're going to win the Big 12. So hey you hey know. hey hey. Yes, I tweeted the I think yesterday. The days run together. Yeah, seriously. Uh, I'm told by B- by BYU sources that they're heavy after Jackson Dart. So I, I would love to see him in, in pro Uh Jack says, where was Mitchell now when the team needed him most? That's what I'm saying. What is his stat line? He's He is good only for the second best player on the on the contender. You done messed up, JoJo Ron. Yeah, bro. Jeremy Bolton like, says. Like you're JoJo you, Ron. JoJo Ron, that's fine. <laughs> Like, I, I, I think Love it's a that. great point. And and this is why I say, like, I don't think it's hitting the panic button to say, where's Donovan Mitchell? 17 points, not good enough. Not even close to good enough. I mean, like, like I would expect, 
Like yeah. Darius Garland last night damn near had a triple-double. Or I think he might have had a triple-double. And Don's got 17-4. and four. Where are you at, dude? By the way, did you see Cal Kuzma last night? Yeah. Yeah. It's odd we talked about him on the show yesterday. I told you I was not a big fan of his. Yeah. He needs one assist for a triple-double. Drives in the lane, passes up a layup, kicks to the corner to a guy who makes an extra pass. And Kyle Kuzma got upset with the guy in the corner because he didn't shoot to get Kyle Kuzma a triple-double. I'll drop that motherfucker. Like, stopped playing, clapped his hands, yelled at the guy in the corner. Yeah. Cantavius Caldwell Pope missed the three. Yeah. The teams run down the other end, and Kuzma's not playing defense. Vexes me. It's ridiculous. Terribly vexed. Um, guy says, Pascal plays way better D than Royce. Yes, he does. Yeah. Um, I, I would... And I, I think we talked about this when he signed here. I I would be starting Pascal over Royce. He's a, he, he's got the same energy. He's a hustle player. He shoots the three. I I love that he attacks the basket. Mm-hmm. I mean, his decision-making's got to get a little better when to put the ball on the floor. Yeah, I think that's one of the main problems that Jazz have. They, they have a lot of guys that shoot threes, so it's awkward for them to go to the basket. Boyan Bogdanovich is the example of this. Yeah, um, Bojan mm. needs to make better decisions. Right when when they drive and kick to him, there's a lot of times where he goes to the basket when he should shoot a three. Bojan. Yeah, like I mean, and I like look. I think Bogey sh- for this team to be elite. Bogey's got to score twenty a Bo- night. Bojan Bogdanovich. <laughs> yeah, and we're seeing that he's not that guy. I don't know what happened to this team. I don't know. And I, I, it's why I wanted a roster shakeup last summer. I just think that there's a lot of guys in decline on this roster. Mike Conley does not look like the same guy. Huh. I don't know what's going on with Mike Conley right now. None of them look like the same guys. What are we they talking about? They just don't. About? Donovan doesn't look the same. Mike doesn't look the same. Joe definitely doesn't look the same. Like, all these guys. Yeah. Uh, Kenny says younger guys can play defense too, Quinn. Yeah. Pascal plays way better defense than than Royce O'Neal. Yeah. I mean, he does. Yeah. Who I can't I think Nigai said that. I, I I totally agree with that. Brian Lark says Rudy Gobert is one of the greatest defenders in league history, and that's about it. That's all he does for you. Well, I mean, I think offensively, he's that guy. You know, imagine walking down the street. To start walking down the street, you got to put one foot in front of the other, and then you get into your rhythm, right? He's that guy that puts your offense into the rhythm. Yeah, the screen setting is, I know that that's a smaller detail, but it's really important for the way this team plays. Yeah, I I, I just, I don't know, man. I think I think no matter what happens this year, you got to significantly change this roster. <laughs> yeah, because if nothing changes, you're still not a championship caliber team. That's right. You know, and, and, and that's why you're playing the game. I'm, I just, I'm too competitive. Admittedly here, I, and this is, this is something I talk about a lot. I'm way too competitive. I hate being just another also-ran team. I hate it. And Jazz fans deserve better than this. I'm telling you, <laughs> they are one or two players from being elite. Mm-hmm. They're, they are a, a – they are if, – if you added a Jalen Brown yeah. on this team and then you added a, you know, a legitimate power forward – um, you know, if you had a, a guy that can shoot a three and get to the basket, if you had a Harrison Barnes, if you had drafted Desmond Bain, when you had the chance, it, I mean, those are, that's the, the tenacity that's missing from this team. Yeah. That's the issue. And I think in, in my mind, 
until they change this roster, they're not going to change anything. I mean, it, it, it just, they are built around Rudy Gobert. They are. And it's and, unfortunate. And it's unfortunate. Yeah, dude. And it's... you're seeing that. And maybe, you know, listen, maybe he belongs in the MVP conversation because you're seeing what this team is without him, which is not very good. Mm-hmm. But that's a huge mistake. Building yourself around a player who cannot easily score is a problem. Yeah. It, it is It is a problem. And when you're relying on Joe Ingles and Boyan Bogdanovich and Jordan Clarkson and, you know, and oddly I'm not even saying Donovan Mitchell's name. Like, it, it this, there's just, there's The some, dynamic is messed up. Like, there's, that's the best way to say it. And these three days off that they're getting, I think, are pivotal. I would not have them do a damn thing today. Yeah. I would have, today's a full-fledged off day. Sleep in, eat well. Yeah. Get a hot tub sesh, like, yeah. go get laid, get beached up, and then see you Friday morning. That's it, Skippy. You know, like, that's – because this team needs to not basketball for a minute. Yeah. Because they're, they're – They're burned out. They I look mean, burned out yeah. to me. They're, they are you know? tired. They are not mentally engaged. Like, all the worst stuff in sports, they are right now. The Nye guy – somebody needs to do a wellness check <laughs> on the Nye guy. I worry about you, Nye. He says, if somehow we brought in Brandon Ingram, I'd have relations with his new jazz jersey. Do you know uh, you don't worry about stains? I mean, anyway. I just thought that you would appreciate me treating you like an adult. So, of course, Kenny said, if somehow we brought in Kevin Durant, I'd have relations with his new jazz jersey. Wow. Yes! <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Um, listen, if we somehow brought in Kevin Durant, I'd have relations. <laughs> I'd have relations with Kevin Durant. <laughs> Can you imagine Kevin Durant on this team? Yeah, any that team. bolt. Listen, any listen, team, dude. Linda, Linda, yeah. listen. Yeah, dude. That Bulls Nets game last night. I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. <laughs> I mean, that was fun basketball. Yes, it was. As, we deserve an Eastern Conference Finals of those two teams. As enjoyable as it would have been had the Bulls, you know, actually won that game. Um, watching James Harden not be the focal point of that offense and watching them flower and blossom like a tulip. Um, <laughs> James Harden was five of eight from three, 25 points, a plus 24. He's an assassin. Kevin Durant was three of four from three, 10 of 11 from the line. Nine dimes, two steals, 27 points. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. I mean, you know. Good God, Molly. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know, hey. You got 21 from Patty Mills off the bench. Yep. Kyrie Irving gave you nine points, three assists, four rebounds, one of three from three, and you rolled the Bulls. I mean, now, and the Bulls, the Bulls have a similar problem to the jazz except it's reversed this team's built around zach Levine, which i think is a mistake mm-hmm. i mean they are because you don't have like nikola vucevic with all due respect that derrick jones jr knee injury oh, dude no that no, looked like no, a torn no. patella tendon if i've ever bro. seen one but bro this is I, a code tenable. they missed him but what you're getting out of kobe white off the bench right now yeah buddy's making his shots <clears throat> i'm telling you you look at Zach Levine last night. He shoots 8 of 13, 22 points. 
Lonzo Ball last night, 2 of 4 from 3, 9 points, 14 out of Usovic. And DeRozan gave you 19 yep. and didn't shoot a 3. Yep. Like, that team's going to be the tough to reckon with when they when they get fully. They need one more guy. You need they one do. more guy. They do. I think Zach Levine's a great player. I'd love That's the guy you need on the Jazz. That's the guy that can get to the basket, get to his mid-range, shoot a 3, and plays he's not defense. 6-1. Yeah, that's the guy you need on the Jazz. Yeah. The Bulls are built around him, and I hate it. I hate it. Like, he just is – he. he's an alpha male. Mm-hmm. Is, is Donovan Mitchell a superstar? No. Nope. Nope. No No team that has a bona fide superstar is doing what they're doing right now. No team. Because a bona fide superstar isn't going to allow it. You're not going to allow your team to flounder, uh, not even from a win-loss perspective, but you're you, more from a – composure from a you know hey this is how we're going about playing the game you know no guy is going to allow his team to do that and I think that Don can be a superstar I think he's still got some growth to 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 go through but but I I just don't think that's where he's at right now Jeremy Bolton here we go see night guy this is what you do to the show here comes the Alex Caruso had band drop no close if somehow we brought in David Caruso (laughs) <laughs> I'd make my dog have relations with his new jazz jersey. Bro, what are you talking about, man? Um, David you know, Caruso. You know. David, Bro. David Caruso. The, isn't that the redheaded actor guy? Uh, Neville93 says, good morning, guys. I woke up a little late, but I'm here. You thanks probably, for showing up. Better probably, late than never. You should probably go back to bed. Yeah, uh, you did more than Rudy does, so thanks. Could you imagine Zach Levine on this jazz team? Yes, I could. That would be... That's the level of trade they're going to make, I'm telling you. Mm. Well, they need to. I mean, you, you This summer it's coming. I, 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 so you're not in on Donovan Mitchell. I'm all As in on As a superstar, Don. no. He's not there yet. He is not. He he is not. Uh superstars in the league are like the best of the best. Like, you know, at, What like, is it what is he lacking? He's lacking leadership. He's lacking that extra intangible that can carry a team. I'm telling you, last night 17 points. Did you want to be there? Were you trying to win? He does tend to look disinterested at times. Yeah, like what and are you like? Why are you settling for a uh, uh, a three from the 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 hash? Well, like, and the thing that's interesting is his range has gotten much larger. But w- is that because you can't get to the basket? Is like, that because you don't want to go to the basket? Like it's I, weird to me. I know it's unfair. It's probably unfair to be comparing Donovan Mitchell to the LeBrons of the world, right? That's unfair. But. I don't want to compare him like from a physical skill set. What I want to compare him is in leadership because leadership doesn't, you don't need to be 6'6", 280 to be a great leader. And, and, and that's what I, I, I'm disappointed in with Don right now. And that could change tomorrow. But this is why everybody tries to compare him to Devin Booker. And yeah. I'm just telling you, not because Devin's my guy, even though, did you see that Devin Booker? Wet like I'm book. My guy, mm-hmm. D-Book changed his twitter avatar to the raptors fucking twitter's mascot. been going crazy great. he has fully embraced yeah. his idiocy from toronto the other night yeah. which i love but but that's my but point. i'm not taking i'm i think devin booker now i mean there's He's no argument ahead. to be made yeah. that he is a better player right now than donovan mitchell yeah and i think the thing that really is i i want to know if donovan mitchell is a confident basketball player I want to know if Donovan Mitchell believes 
he's the baddest man on the planet. Because I'm not sure. I don't see a confident basketball player in Don right now. No, like, and, and that's kind of my point about the three-point thing at the hash. Yeah, sure. Does he have that range? Well, yeah, absolutely. Steph Curry's got that range. Do you see Steph pulling up like that every single time down? No. Do you see Don basically pulling up like that all the time now? Yes. And yeah. my point is, is last night, I get it. Last night, you probably, you know, we're not in a position to win that game for multiple reasons, and that's not all on Don. But damn, if Don is not doing everything he can do to win a game, and he's not right now. He's not. You're not getting to the line. You're, you're not, like, keeping your team in check. Like, you're not doing what leaders do in the NBA, and, that, and that's what I want from him. Brylark says, would you trade Bogey and Royce for Zach Levine? Yes, in a heartbeat, and I wouldn't think twice about it. The Bulls would not. The Bulls wouldn't, <laughs> no. but I would. I would. Um, if you compare Brooklyn to Utah pound for pound, it's just not a fair fight. The Jazz would be going to a gunfight with a pocket knife. Yeah, dude. James Knight yeah, says. Yeah, agreed. 100% agree. Um, Kenny says, Brylark, yes, and it's not even close. Dude's in, in, in the MVP conversation. I actually I actually think DeMar DeRozan's their MVP. Yeah, Zach Levine's not in the MVP mm -hmm. conversation. Mr. Tomorrow. E says Bulls would laugh if they hear that trade proposal. Yes, they would. Yeah. Jazz would have to offer more, but they don't have the guts. And they don't have the offer more part. Mm -hmm. um, they don't have a first-round pick that they can trade for, what, three more years? Mm -hmm. I mean, they have a seven and a half. I think the Jazz only have a $7.5 million trade exemption and a couple of second-round picks. Like, they don't have the goods to make a deal. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a problem. Um you know, when Book goes to sleep, he looks under his bed for the Raptors mascot, the Nye guy says. Kenny says, LMAO, Book really fought a guy in a dinosaur costume. So yes, he did. Check yourself. Yes, he did. Buddy is in an empty arena. There's one guy behind the basket. One fucking guy. One fucking guy. And you're losing your mind about the mascot doing what mascots do. One guy who supposedly is extinct, but apparently not, standing behind the basket waving his dinosaur But teeth. But if we're going to compare the Jazz to the Suns, the Suns have a better relationship with the officials. So Buddy, in the mascot uniform, went over to the corner in timeout mode for a few possessions. Just saying. I'm just saying. They really did make him move. They did. He got his ass out <laughs> from behind the basket. By the way, why is the mascot working at the game when there's no fans? TV purposes, I guess. I, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Because that's what you do. You're a mascot. I mean, if you're not going to be at games, where are you going to be? Yeah. I don't know what what you do. I, I'm i not sure. Um, can you do the Rudy Gobert French voice from yesterday? Wee, 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 croissant. <laughs> <laughs> I was just screwing around yesterday. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, by the way, Nye Guy says he's fine. He um he took my sex ed class yesterday. So oh, he says did he, you? He, he understands. Did you? What are we talking about today? I mean, yesterday was anal. So what's today? I don't you know. know. Um, today is uh the rhythm method. The rhythm method. People are misinterpreting what I'm saying. <laughs> the <laughs> the Nye Guy says that shit with the mascot was funnier than Jeff Dunham's last special. <laughs> Um, it, it was, but the, the, what makes it really funny now is that yeah. Devin Booker's embraced it. Yeah. Like he tweeted a picture about the guy being in his head and he like, and then he, he and that was it. after he was like, yeah, me and the mascot worked it out. We're homies now. And then he tweets the picture, yeah. new, new, uh, you know, <laughs> Twitter avatar. And it's the, the Raptors. Like, that's what makes it so great. You know, you know, like that's what and makes then the it Raptors funny. mascot Twitter handle comes back and the hashtag is new newer like profile <laughs> picture you know like 
Yeah, giggity, no kidding. Where's the guy who said the Jazz were better than the Suns? Yeah. Where I uh, funny, <laughs> he's not here. Hot take: Joe Ingles getting ejected last night was a selfish move for him. <laughs> oh. You don't say. Uh, uh, shock jock tw- commenting. Yeah, seriously. Uh, seriously. Jeremy Bolton, he's probably hanging out with Grocock. Totally a no-show. Yeah, where's Grocock been? I really don't care if you think it's us. He's probably right. playing his Xbox. <clears throat> okay, can we talk a little NFL before we get to COVID testing and baby names? Yeah. Did you guys see the hottest trends in baby names? Dude, what are you guys doing to your kids? Anyway, uh, NFL wildcard weekend is upon us tomorrow we'll have locks we'll pick all the games for you what better fucking execution john gruden won't join the show um what's the biggest potential upset this weekend like that steeler chiefs game stands out to me a little bit there's no way i that's why i'm saying no but way dude it's ben roethlisberger right it is his last potential game excuse me ever are you okay? No, I'm dying. I'm di- like I woke up at <laughs> one o'clock with a coughing fit last night. Stop it. I woke up at, at one o'clock last night coughing. <laughs> and so I went and slept in our guest room. First of all, I'm screwed. I'm a fat ass. I shouldn't sleep on a twin bed. My feet were, I felt like an eight foot tall monster. Like my feet are hanging off the end of a twin bed, um, but God damn, I slept well. Hey, you know, like I was up from like one thirty to, or one eleven to like one fifty. <coughs> yeah. And then went back to sleep and slept great. Hey, there you go. That's a win. But you know why? Cause the vent in that room is closed and it was cold oh. and I was under the covers and yes. just cuddling, yes. cuddling with my own thighs and, and man parts. It was yes. amazing. To what do I owe this pleasure? Yeah. Uh, I think upset alert is, is Pittsburgh, Kansas city. Um, when you have that much emotion in a game and by the way, am I the only one who, who, no, I know I'm not the only one, but I'm one of the ones who says Kansas city is vulnerable based on what we've seen this year. Yeah. They haven't been the same team, but I just, they're so far ahead of the Steelers. Like, that I, feels like a, but I'm telling you, that feels like one of those 27, 24. The like, only way, the only way that the chiefs are losing that game is if they turn the football over repeatedly, which he's done. Yeah, I which, know he's done. I know he's Mahomes done, but he's done been that. better. <clears throat> he's been better in the second half of the year. Yeah, maybe. You know, I, I to me. So here's the question: as far as upsets are concerned, the 49ers beating the Cowboys in Dallas is that an upset? Like, you know, based on what we saw last yeah, week, 49ers that'd be a ran. huge upset. That'd be a big upset, right? That's the game where I'm like, okay, this would be classic. Well, Dallas, cowboying. Dallas has lost potential written all over. Classic yeah. cowboying, right? Just like we were talking about dolphining yesterday. Classic cowboy. God, you son of a, you stupid Russians. Um, I would agree with that. <laughs> Hello, I would agree with that. I think that Dallas has potential all over them. Yeah. Um, you know, I I think that's a good point. I really do. Uh, Chris Carn says I took Monty's class on birth control. And now I have four kids. Thanks, bro. <coughs> you should have waited till today. You had relations. Because I told you today is all about the rhythm method. Yes! <laughs> you know, don't go for that one extra. Uh. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think the uh, I think the the other team that's really interesting to me are the Arizona Cardinals. Yes. Like I need to understand. It's, well, it's time. It's time, right? 
this team was supposed to be a great team. And you were 10 and 2, right? Heading yeah. into the back end of the season, you finished what 11 and I think they're 11 and 6 or 11 and 7 or whatever it is now. You know, like you 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 finished by losing most of the final games of the year. And I think this team, first of all, does DeAndre Hopkins play? I don't know. That's a big, mm. big question mark, first of all. Second of all, the expectations around this team are what make this game the best game on the slate, in my opinion. But how do you explain the Cardinals' secondary just getting torched by Seattle? Repeatedly. Repeatedly. How, I don't know, How does dude. that happen? I don't know, man. And and that's why I say. It's, it's December and January, and you look like you're in training camp running drills. Go Hawks. You know, like, seriously. Like, that. that's what's crazy to me. And this has shootout written all over yes. it. Yes. But I don't think you're going to score 30 points on that Rams defense. No, I think Aaron Donald's coming for that ass. That's what I think. I love the Rams in that game. I think Von Miller is going to have a big play. I think he's going to get a turnover because I think Aaron Donald and that defensive line is going to get pressure and penetration, and I think that that is going to force turnovers uh, out of Kyler Murray because, again, just like we're complaining about Patrick Mahomes, right? Kyler Murray is not as bad in terms of turnovers, but he's you can you can pressure him into something. You can you can create something as a defense. And that's what I think is going to be the real tester. Because the fact is, the, the truth about this team, the Cardinals, is it's time. You've had this Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray model for three seasons yes, now. Yes, you have. And you've been improving. You've been doing what you need to do. But now you're now you're at that first major stepping stone to greatness in winning a Super Bowl, which is divisional weekend or wild card weekend, rather. Wow. I You know, I, I was just looking DeAndre Hopkins. He tore his MCL? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, I didn't realize he he tore. There's yeah. no way he'll play. Well, he's out. That's this not what weekend. they're saying. They said he could be ready to come off injured reserve for a conference championship game. Yeah, dude. I didn't realize he had a, a full tear of the MCL. Yeah, he won't play. He won't. Um, I I am not on the. I don't care what happens in this game. Cliff Kingsbury's got to be back next year. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Has to be. Yeah. I yeah. mean they've they, they have so rapidly improved. And the offense took a year. It's too, It's very complex. It took a year for a little Kyler to get into it. The little guy. But, you know, verticality has come to life. He's one of it's the best quarterbacks. Yeah, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL now. Yeah. Now, here's the real question <clears throat> about, about, you know, the games this weekend. Will we get the red Buffalo Bills jersey? Will Dude, they break it out? But their balls are going to be blue because it's going to feel like minus 12, <laughs> bro. My, what? You're no minus 12 football already hurts and as you can see I'm going mean. through some shit right now good lord no, i'm good i'm good that game I'm that's good. another one where you know i i i don't know man josh allen or mac jones who you like well i mean matt I, josh allen's a superior quarterback isn't he i mean this has patriots on the road win written all over it I don't think so. Written, I think I, it's got it all. Over I think it, this dude. is twenty-one ten Bills. Like no, the Bills will dominate. The well, Bills will apt because I just don't think. I don't think Mac Jones is is ready. I just don't think he's at that point where he can put a team on his back in the playoffs. Well, we'll see. Again, yeah, I mean, with I, all due respect to Josh McDaniels, about guys, right? Like uh, that's yes. a, I, I'm, that's a great point by you. I mean, there's a lot of guys. You look around the matchups, and yeah, like we were just talking about. I frankly, I don't in the Rams Cardinals game. I, I don't think it's just Kyler we need to be talking about. Matt Stafford's got to show up. I mean, Buddy needs to come out and 
and move the football. So, like, Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford, we were just talking about Patrick Mahomes having to show up and prove that he's but, still the but dude. But I also think that you have to look at the Patriots' defense. That Christian Barmore injury is a huge injury. Mm-hmm. Um, he was such a big part of their defensive line. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know that you know, I, I don't know. The Bills are pretty healthy. Yeah. You yeah. Know, that secondary is playing very well. This has 21-10 written off. The <coughs> 21-10. I think the compelling AFC game of the week is Raiders Bengals. Like that game to Joe me. Joe Burrow cigar time. Oh man, I want it. I want it. I I I I want Joe Burrow to play in big games, and I think the Bengals are absolutely going to shred so, Dan, the Raiders. Dan Orlovsky, ESPN guy tweeted i think do you it was, pleasure yourself to dan orlovsky yeah we have relations and you know i get dan orlovsky jerseys so you know it's fine anyway point is <laughs> um um dan orlovsky tweeted and i can't remember the exact numbers but basically he tweeted that in the last like three seasons or whatever including joe burrow's time at lsu he's played like four or five must have it games you know like uh must win to move on type games and in those games He's like averaging 400 yards a game, 16 touchdowns, right, no but interceptions. Right, jo- the problem is Joe Burrow's knee is a real issue here. Well, like remember he didn't play last week. A lot of people, and I don't know why more people are not talking about this. That Joe Burrow didn't play in week eight or week 18, yeah. I guess 17, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it is. Week yeah. 18, whatever it is. Yeah, he rested because he has this knee injury, and that was a smart move by them. So he gets a week <laughs> off. Does he come back and he's fine? Yeah, he'll be fine. I don't know. We'll see. That's a huge game. I think that game and Tanner is probably going to absolutely plant a garden when I say this. Yes! I think the the Tampa Bay Bucks are on upset alert. The, I mean, dude, the Eagles are, are serious, the Eagles dude. are an upstart team. Um, no way. I mean, they have beaten. Dude, you're talking about Tom Brady, bro. Come on now. And look, I understand that the Eagles are not giant killers. I understand that. I mean. I was reading ESPN, and I think the best quarterback they beat this year is probably Teddy Bridgewater, and that's saying something. Yeah. Um, But when Tom Brady, he tore up Philly. Yes, he did. But, man, I think Philadelphia is a different team than they were when they met the first time. Um, (laughs) And what was that, week seven, six or seven? Different player. Yeah. I'm telling you, this game is not a blowout. This game is not. They don't have Antonio Brown, who's the best receiver Tom Brady's ever had. Okay. It's a joke. I was kidding. That was a joke. Um, I think you're looking at a Bucks win, but it's not going to be a blowout. No, they weren't. they're not going to blow them out, but they'll handle it. It's going to be tight, I'm telling you. Eagles are in Brady's head, too, Brylark says. And yeah, just like Joe Ingles is in Paul George's head, right? The, na- the Nye guy says, league loves the Bucks. I mean, Brady, exactly. <laughs> you know. Uh, Brylark, what is wrong with you? Hoping for a girl because I don't want to raise a terrorist? Bro, what are you? What? What? Uh, Cody Strickland says, by the way, I feel great. We need to make a time to meet up. Yeah, we still have your... Yeah, Guy, dude. Your Xbox is <laughs> yeah, sitting you, at I the mean, top of my stairs. Listen, dude, we tried to give it to you last weekend, and you weren't feeling well, and there was some scheduling, and you had to work, and, you know, it just wasn't. <clears throat> Did I get my test result yet or what? Check it. I am checking it. <clears throat> yep. <clears throat> no, I have not gotten it. <laughs> such a dick. My God. You can take Stafford out of Detroit, but you can't take Detroit out of Stafford. He's a bum. 
give me the cards with a late game changing turnover from Stafford. Yeah. Nye guy says, love it, giggity. Bengals smoke the Raiders. Uh, curious what Monty does when Nick with Nick Chubb's jersey. You already know, man. <laughs> you already know. Um, you know. Wow. Giggity says, Eagles are a run-heavy offense going against a tough run D. Not going to happen. Hey, give me the Xbox. I'll personally deliver it to you, Cody. Sure you will, Jeremy. Yeah, sure thing. Sure you will. Sure. All right. They texted. They te- Yeah. You, we, you know. Yeah. We need to meet up this weekend. Okay. Um, Let's talk about this thing at the U yesterday. All right. So I went and got COVID tested at uh, U Health here in South Georgia. Okay. Now, before you tell the story about what happened, mm-hmm. why did you go and get tested? Because uh, that hoe that you hang out with, uh, your girlfriend has COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think I would have gotten it from her, but it just pushed me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've had a cough that today <laughs> is way better. You have to admit, I'm, I'm coughing much, much less today. today. Yeah. Um, but I've had a cough that's been nagging and won't go away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just felt like the right thing to do. Okay. And so... Everybody I, gets a test. My wife had the exact same thing that I'm going through now. Right. And I did not, she did not test positive. She tested negative. Yep. So as he checks the app again for results, I'm trying, man. <laughs> but I would encourage you to get at home testing. And there's the again, coronavirus. If you're listening to this show on podcast or on YouTube, there's a link to the at home tests that we use. Um, it's, it's directly below. I'm telling you they're great. Yes. Go get it. Uh, go get it. There's also a link to our 32 <clears throat> degrees mask that we wear all the time that people ask us about, but I'm telling you right now, get tested if you have symptoms and this cough just wouldn't go away. Okay. So you go in yesterday and I have an appointment and you health, by the way, in South Jordan is fantastic. It's a beautiful facility. facility, dude. Yeah, it is. They're always very friendly. The staff is great. I really enjoy interacting with the people at you health. Thankfully, I don't have to do it much. Um, you know, it is, it is one of those ones where you go in there, you walk up to the front desk and you're like, Hey, I'm here to get a COVID test. Do you have an appointment? Yes date of birth name cock size like they take all this information from right me. right and then surprising to me he just hands me a plastic bag with the tube in it okay and he's like all right here's what i want you to do i'm just gonna go outside you can go to your car you can sit there's a bench right there and you just need to spit in the tube i knew how to do the test he asked me because yeah. i had done it previously yeah but he's like go outside and sit on the bench or sit in your car and fill the tube up bring it back in and walk it down the hall to the lab on the left, the blood lab. Yeah. Now, the last time I got COVID tested was about a year ago when you were still with the girl you broke up with over text <coughs> uh, who gave you COVID. <coughs> yeah. Um, and I walked into U-Health in Park City, and they took us through a line. We sat in a room. This was totally different. And it's weird sitting on a bench outside of a door at a hospital, spitting into a tube, and everybody's like, whoa. Yeah, please respect my privacy. Next question. Yeah, this is HIPAA, isn't it? <laughs> this is HIPAA, man. Oh, my God, dude. You know, like. That's HIPAA? It is HIPAA. Uh... But so then I so I spit in the tube, filled it up, took it to the lab. Yeah. And they're like, it could be, um, it could be a couple hours or it could be a week or so before um... we get a result to you. She said that it just depends on the volume of testing and thanks. That's I was like, wow, that's reassuring. And she's like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I couldn't give you a better answer than that. But 
yada, yada, yada. I'm like, okay. Well, so the girlfriends took, you know, two days or no, three days. Yeah. Mrs. Days. Monty went to Walgreens, got it in about a 24 hours. Yeah. Last time that I went and got tested for <coughs> health, it took about 24 hours. Yeah. So I'm thinking by, I got that tested around 1145 yesterday. So I'm thinking by the time we go work out that I'll have a yay or an A. Hopefully. So, but it's interesting, you know, like I'm a guy that wears my mask pretty much everywhere. Yeah. And again, at the gym yesterday, people were looking at us oddly. Yeah, they, they were all it was <clears throat> funny, you know? Yeah. But the COVID testing thing is real. I, yeah. So wait, he said, but we're, we're, we're skipping over the lead here. So he told you, the guy told you to like get at home tests and test consistently. Yeah. He, so the guy at U health said, no matter what happens here, positive or negative, he said, you're going to need to test at home. He said, I would encourage you to get out. And I said to him, hey, yeah, you know, I, I have the thing. And because he said, if you test positive, you're going to have to test yourself out of quarantine. Um, and if you don't test positive, if you test negative and these symptoms continue, you'll want to test a couple of more times to make sure that you yeah. didn't get a, you know, a false negative. Yeah. Um, so he straight up said you need to be, you know, you need to test. I'm triple vaxxed. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have the Pfizer vaccine and the booster yeah. Um, I'm going to try and get another booster in about a month. Um, but I, you know, if, if I have it, I think, and as the guy said, not much will change. He said, you're, you're pretty asymptomatic other than this cough. He said, but you know what? You really want to wear your mask everywhere you go. And until you're symptom free, I would encourage you to stay home. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I canceled my dentist appointment for today. Uh, I was supposed to go and have So a, now do you feel like you have it? That's is that I don't, but I'm taking the precautions. I'm acting as if I do. Yeah. Because I don't want to be spreading it to people. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I don't. Yeah. So, you know, so you better check yourself. Yeah. James Knight says the worst kind of cough is the one your doctor requests. Seriously. Yeah. Can't, don't they use hand warmers at the doctor's <coughs> office? Apparently. The night guy says lose your taste and smell. No, I did not. COVID effed mine up and onions smell like hobo's armpit. Nice. Okay. I have no. Knock on, knock on wood. I have no COVID symptoms right. other than this little cough. Yeah. Which I, everybody seems to have. Yeah. Taste, smell, um, fever. Like I have nothing. Yeah. I feel great. I'm sleeping well. Like my appetite's fine, you know. Right. So. The coronavirus. I don't know. Jeremy Bolton says I wore my mask for the first time in a while at the gym yesterday and I got so many weird looks. Like, yeah, people what get all F? pissed off about it and I don't it's really so get dumb. it, dude. I, I don't so really get why why wearing a mask to the gym is like this this you know like terrible thing or some you know awful thing uh greg hawkins says you guys are lucky you got to take a break from the masks non-stop mask wearing for two years out here greg's in the philippines yeah well you should come back to the states but they also banned unvaxxed people from going out of their homes here now too wow yeah i but see i don't think and this is the thing about like here in salt lake county there's this big uproar over the mask mandate yeah why is there an uproar? Why do I, I still to this day do not understand why people, when you go to the grocery store, or you go to the gym or wherever you go, put a mask on, protect yourself and protect the people around you. And, and, and I think the biggest thing is that people think that it's like suppressing their freedoms or something. It's like, dude, it has nothing to do with your freedoms. It, it, it is about public safety, man. Like, I just don't understand why it's got to be that way. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, Kenny says, unvaccinated people can't even go most places here either. Um, true. Cody Strickland says, I've also seen you guys having fun in the mountains, so I didn't want to ruin your weekend by meeting up with 
uh, the the chest cold we all had felt like the right thing to do is to wait. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, we weren't we weren't like mad about it, dude. Yeah, like it do, it really is not that big of a deal. No, not at all. It's cool. We're just yeah. breaking balls. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, I I just I I think it's unfortunate that wearing masks in this country is taboo. Yeah. I'm begging you to get an at home test because it's so hard to schedule Billy a link test in right the description, now. Get the test and just test once in a while. Yeah. There uh, again, I just would tell you we. I would do it. The problem with common sense, Monty, is it's not very common. True. Hey. Um, Cream Pie Lars <laughs> just got his comment hidden. I don't know what you said, but I'm going to go ahead and say that, uh, Lars, you're probably not going to. Yeah, it's probably not great. It's not going to go well. For yeah, it's probably not. Great. Uh, Macaz won't let you in without a COVID QR code, Kenny says. Sweet. I like that. You guys would like to see a Patriots versus Bucks? I would love to see that Super Bowl. Well, yeah, love I think to. everybody would love to see that. Um, Cream Pie Lars says it's just a prank. I don't yeah, understand. Maybe. What's just a prank? I don't know, but I'm going to put him in timeout because of his name. Um, I'm waiting to hear this rhythm method lesson, Giggity says. Yeah, man. I mean, you know. <clears throat> okay, speaking, I'm a fucking unit. Yeah, speaking of um, sex education. Right. Can we talk about these baby names, please? Yeah, dude. I, I don't know what gen z is doing or maybe it's my generation i don't know but oh it's certainly your generation because anything that's fucked up in this world is a millennial thank you thank you yeah so (laughs) you know roll up on this article from the you know the huff post and it literally says first one ezekiel is more popular than robert these are name trends like these are trends in baby names like which i'm amazed by like ezekiel is more popular than Robert? How? How is that even possible? Now, look, I get it. We live in a biblical time, you know. Nova is more popular than Hannah. Nova? Like. Who names their kid after a Chevy? You know that there used to be a car called yeah, a Chevy, Chevy Nova. Yeah, Chevy Nova. Right. Yeah. Stop with this. Legend is more popular than George. Okay, if you name your kid Legend, anybody should be able to walk up to you and punch you in the face. Pack your shit. Let's go. Yeah, we should be able to kick your ass. You cannot name you. No, stop it. Keep going. Other names. Marissa is one of the fastest declining name for girls. Really? Kinsley is more popular than Anna. Okay, Kinsley is such a Utah name. It is. Yeah. Um, what Brit- about Brittley Ann? Okay. Here are the names that are the hottest names of 2022 for a girl. Dove. Uh, okay. It checks every box. It shares the great V sound heard in favorites like Olivia and Oliver, which by the way, does anybody know that Olivia and Oliver are the two most popular baby names in Utah right now? Interesting. Okay. Finley. Finley. (laughs) Parents can't get enough of the nickname Finn says a baby name consultant. What the fuck? You're a baby name consultant. (laughs) That's a position. Get out of here, man. That's a position. Quinn with two N's. Q-U-I-N-N. Fuck. Careful with Quinn. We all know what's going on with Quinn. Daphne. Okay, what is this? Scooby-Doo time? Which is coming into popularity because of the Netflix series Bridgerton. Okay, we get it. We like sex. Here's one that is shocking. Ada. (laughs) A-D-A. Ada. (laughs) Are you serious? Remy. A true unisex juggernaut of a name. Wells. What are you named after a bank? 
Shout out to Mobamba. Wells? <laughs> Rivers. Yeah, like, my name is Wells because I'm getting paid. Yeah, right? Like <laughs> Rivers? Rivers. <laughs> plural. A hot trend in baby names is names that are plural. Okay, start calling me Jakes. What's up, Jakes? What are you doing? <laughs> Franklin. Franklin's. Eloise. <laughs> Here's one. The eighth hottest name in baby names. Knowledge. Who the f*** is that guy? I swear to God, if you name your kid Knowledge, I'm donkey punching you <laughs> right in the throat. <laughs> knowledge. Drop that <laughs> are you kidding me? Oh, no. and then, then the uh, the name that uh, currently ranks in the boys' top 100 and is the fasting ri fastest rising name in boy name top 100, Maverick. Come on. What is the other brother going to be, Goose? Come on, dude. Maverick. How about Mazakine? What is wrong with you? Mazakine. Is that like a drug name? Mazakine? That sounds like a drug. Malachi. Malachi. Not surprised. Aurora. Riggs. Another plural. I'm telling you, plural names are crazy. Sometimes I think I just say shit. Sample what comes What happened to Kevin? <laughs> what happened to Kevin or Steve? Steve? What about Steve? What about Richard? Well, no, because then you're a dick. Well. And I can't get down with that. Terribly vexed. But I just, I don't understand this. Okay, what are the comments saying? <clears throat> Look, guys, knowledge is taking their first steps. Okay. Well, get, get it? Well. Look, guys, knowledge is uh, powerful. It's actually not that easy, but for me, it was easy. Is knowledge a boy's or a girl's name? It's, uh, it's one of the most powerful unisex names. I Okay. No. Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay, if you were going to name your kid today, what would you name him? Bob. Okay. Can no. you imagine the pressure you put on a kid by calling them legend? Yeah. Yes, Brylark. Kenny good. says, uh, kids are going to find this video in 10 years and be out for you. Suckmyass.com. Exactly. Guy says, Riggs, lethal weapon much? Maverick, top gun much? Yeah, dude. Like, Okay, it, what if you were going to name your kid today, um, I named Jake, Jacob Tyler. Yeah, Jake's. I think that's Jake's is that's a pretty good name. Like I named you. Um, but you have a sister named a stepsister named Benasia. Yeah. Who are we kidding about? Like, crappy what, baby. What names. kind of Yeah, no. 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 Nope. If you were nope. gonna name somebody, if you were gonna name a child today, I would I'm more of a traditionalist. I think I'd go with Gunner. Anyway. Baylor. Uh, <clears throat> Baylor, Gunner Romney. See what I did there. Uh, I think I would probably, I would probably, Matthew stands out to me. Um, I wouldn't mm. name him Michael because that's an a-hole name like my brother. Michael. Uh, Michael. Um, I wouldn't, I don't know, like. Jeffrey. Nah, because then you're the Jeffer. <laughs> Shout out to Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. I, no. <laughs> no. I, I, I would go something traditional. Yeah, I would be traditional, too. I would not be naming my kid Riggs. No. You know, I, I, it, would like, be, it would be something like Matthew, Jonathan, Jack. Probably Jack. I love the name I like Jack. Jack yeah. I always have. Yeah. Um, for girls, it would, it would probably be Jenny so that she'd be a hoe. Uh, <laughs> okay. No, I'm kidding. God. Kidding. Just kidding. Just Check kidding. Yourself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Casey. You're setting up your kid Maverick for a future in porn. Exactly. Like what? What is absolutely off limits? 
How about this name from Jeremy Bolton? Hobbs Nyborg. No. La La La. Pronounced La Dash uh. Ladasha? Are you kidding? Stop Ladasha. L A dash A is pronounced Ladasha. Stop Bro, it, Greg. Stop. Stop dude. it. Dude, stop, man. Stop it. Uh Brylark says Gunner was one thousand percent at the Capitol on January 6th. <laughs> That's awesome. Cody Strickland says, I like Kai Strickland for my future boy. Ooh, that's not bad. Kai's not a bad name. Yeah, Kai's all right. Like, what are douche names? Like, Bo. No offense if you named your kid Bo. He's a douche. Kyle. Kyle's not a bad name. You don't think Kyle's a bad name? No, what's wrong with Kyle? Um, Chad. Well, I have a good friend Chad's kind of a douche name. Chad is a douche name. Chad is a douche name. Yes, it is. (laughs) Um, Jeremy Bolton says, I think we have strong traditional names for my kids, Olivia, Eleanor, and Adam. Yes, you do. El- I've always enjoyed Eleanor. Stop it, Big Jared. Fan. Jared says Craven Moorhead. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, oh, yes, dude. Yes. The night guy says Todd. Todd's not a bad name. But what like what is what about girls' names? Because I think girls have it more difficult. Because Craven Moorhead, dude. <laughs> like that's just a legendary yeah. comment, bro. I agree. I laugh at Lakeisha every time Cody Strickland says. Mm. Girls' names. Like what like I'm not I I like Eleanor a lot for the Eleanor's record. a good name. I yeah. like Eleanor that, a lot. But then she's Ellie. Ellie or Nora. I like Olivia a lot. Um, Olivia is the number one name in most yeah, states right now. I like Olivia a lot. Um, D nice. Denise no. is a big name. A A Ron. A A Ron. Yeah. Um, Where is A A Ron right now? There was a there was a guy on there was a meme online of Denise and Denephew, <laughs> which I thought was great. Kenny says Clementine. No, it's too much. My kid name is Anakin Sky. No, it's not. No, it is not. My two daughters are Adeline and Piper, Casey. Ooh, I like Piper. Piper's nice. I like Casey that. Casey says, my yeah. son's name is Hunter. Do you know where his laptop is? Um, wow. See what I, that was a, um, names I would never go with Jenny or Jennifer because no. there's a stigma attached to that. Would never go with like a Victoria <clears throat> or. Becky. Would never do Becky. Um, Rachel. Man, it's just too. That's too. It's too casual. Obviously, Karen's out. Yeah, Karen's way out. Um, Cassie is out. Megan. Uh, no, Megan's chill name. Megan's <laughs> chill name. Um, Martha. No, you're old. Leslie. No. Nope. Suzanne. Nope. Definitely not. You're Susan. an accountant. Nope. Um, Raylan. No. No, I'm not naming my daughter Raylan. What Taylor? Mm. No. Oh, see, I need some class behind it. Brittany? No. Um That's why I like Eleanor and Olivia and Alexis. Vanessa? Alexis? I like Vanessa a lot. I don't no, not Alexis, no. Because then you're Alexi if you're Alexis. Yeah. Van- and if you're Vanessa, Vanessa you're Van. You know. I like Vanessa's a power name, I feel like. Okay. Um, I have two aunts named Jen and I hate them both. <laughs> Literally both had hidden relationships. Kenny says schemers, bro. What female names make you assume she's got going to be hot? Oh, Jenny, for sure. Jenny better be hot. Um, you know, Raffaella, Raffaella, 
I'm just trying. Um, Anything like any Latin girl's name, Sophia. Yeah, that's Latin, isn't it? I don't know. Okay, Marge, Annie. No, Annie. No, Cody. No. Um, my wife's name is Jennifer, and she is amazing. Well, okay. So you got the one. Uh, Cody Strickland, Juliet, Fiona. No, Fiona sounds like a bitch. Yeah, you can't do Fiona. That's straight out of Shrek, dude. Destroy your daughters with the name Alexa, fat Jesus. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. That would be terrible. Doesn't make you feel responsible. (laughs) You would have to change the name of your home Amazon pod. Aria? Nah, man. I feel like a lot of people do name their kids Aria, though. Mandalay? No. No? Nope. The Golden Nugget? exactly right exactly i don't know what name i would go with though i I, for i listen and if you have daughters i appreciate that um greg hawkins said my girlfriend's name is haiza madrid Ooh, that's interesting she's well with all due respect with all due respect she sounds hot that that, name sounds hot foreign i'm right name your daughter rudy jake Nah, i'm good nah he's fine Haiza Madrid does sound hot. I would agree with that. Yeah. I dated a Jasmine. Don't do it, fellas. Don't, Guy says. Yeah, what is this, Aladdin? Uh, Giggity says, Brit sounds like a sexy name. Am I right, Monty? Yes, you're absolutely right. Here we right. go. Uh, Fat Jesus says, what about Areola? Nothing? Silence? Okay. I, I'm not I'm not playing his games. All right. Jared Jensen says, Philip McCrevice. <laughs> <coughs> Why am I such a child? I find that funny. Philip, <clears throat> my crevice. Uh, also you. dated a Jasmine. Worst relationship I've ever had, <laughs> Greg Hawkins says. Okay, so Jasmine's out because then you got to call him Jazz, right? The Jazzer. Jazzerific. He's checking his app again for a test result. No test result. <laughs> uh, I always like Jordan for a girl's name, uh, yeah. James Knight says. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says Mike Hunt. Kenny says Monty. Monty's a great name. And then he de- he deleted the message. Um, what about Raven? No, no, dude, no. Stop, bro, stop that. Stop, Riley. Eh. Trying to find some. The some... Nye guy says Pat McCrotch. <laughs> Get it, Pat? Bro. Pat McCrotch. Craven Moorhead still has the lead. <laughs> just so we're clear. <laughs> Craven Moorhead's amazing. <laughs> Oh my God! Like I can't think of a girl's I, like if you have a if you have daughters, more power to you. I'm so glad. Well, I have a daughter, but he's really my son, um, and I don't judge you for that. I want you to have freedom. Charlotte, no. Mia, no. See, Charlotte sounds like a fat girl's name. Isabella. Isabella is my mother-in-law's dog's name is Isabella. Mia is a hot name. Yeah, Mia's Mia's a hot like name. a porn star name. Yeah, um, you know, like Evelyn. Evelyn sounds pretentious. Harper? No. Camilla? No. Hell no. Gianna? Hey, baby. Abigail? I like Abigail. Then No, because you're Abby. Wow. Luna? No. Ella? No. Avery? No. She's on her period all the time. Scarlett? Uh, Johansson? Yes. Madison? No. Penelope? No. Like, Grace? No. Um, Giggity claims he grew up next to a guy named Dick Rash. You did not. <laughs> Come on, guy. You did not. No way. Rectangle says, what about Corey? C-O-R-I. I don't mind that. Addison? I also grew up with a, a guy named Jack Hammer. <laughs> Stop it. Lucy? Uh, oh, Lucy. Audrey? No. 
Genesis. <clears throat> Kenny says, holy crap, all these stereotypes are fitting with real people I know. <laughs> <laughs> Genesis? Yes, Genesis is a name. Oh, Genesis sounds like a know-it-all, though. Um, Savannah? No, because you a hoe. Serenity. Yeah, because there's no peace in serenity. <laughs> like, I'll put my peace in serenity. Sadie. Sadie sounds like a hoe. Nevaeh. <laughs> you realize Nevaeh is heaven backwards. Yes, I, yes, thank you. Vivian is making a comeback. Viv, Viv, the Viv. Letterman used to have people on the show with weird names. One was just a duck. <laughs> Athena. Athena's a, well... You better have that game. Hey, baby. You better. No. That sounds like a Athena sounds like somebody who works out all the time. Yeah. Trying to find other interesting names on this list. Emerson. Man, you better have confidence if you're a girl and your name is Emerson. Yeah. What about Amber is a hose name? Yeah. Right. Amber's one. Genevieve. <clears throat> Amber's that girl you want to go to prom with so that you can hang out after prom. Yes. What What was the Literally. last name? What's the last name? Kitty Cat Juices is not all over the place. Athena Ferris, the porn star. Oh, is that a, is Athena Ferris a porn star? I didn't River. Know. River is... First of all, River Phoenix died of a heroin overdose on the Sunset Strip, so I'm good. Uh, I want a name with a good nickname. Yes, Noel. You See, Noel sounds like a large woman. Trinity. No, fuck no. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Trinity sounds like... Yeah, I named my daughter and son Trinity and Neo. Trinity sounds like the girl who's got like three dudes paying her child support. His standards don't matter. Yeah, they do, actually. Yeah, they do. Uh, Fat Jesus says Zeus. No, man, that's um, my... I named my dog's name. No, see, Cam Harrison says Pamela, but Pamela sounds like one of those names where you're just like... Stormy? That's a porn star name. <clears throat> a yeah. lot of sex. That's what I think of. What do you want? Amber gives you sticky pinky after prom. Wow. Stinky pinky after prom. Stop it, my guy. Do you guys realize how many people you've offended on this topic? We probably have. We probably have. If your girlfriend's well, name is Amber, I mean, keep keep her on a close leash, man. Because I'm telling you, she can get around. You know, deny guy, that is scarily accurate, WTF true with amber river is the worst name of all time brylark says um rectangle says name my son jefferson i don't mind jefferson uh i just i it just got awkward jake it did i don't know what you're talking about all right so you're you're having a daughter what are you naming her and you have to come up with a name right now olivia so she's fat no or she's a cop because i think of olivia benson you're so fucked and then you'd name her the Big O, and she's either an orgasm or Obama. I want to thank me for having no days off. Well, uh, hey. who are you going to prom with? The Big O? Whatever. Lucky you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia's a great name. Crystal? No, Cam no, Harrison. Dude, no, 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 no. no. Uh, Fat Jesus says shocker. Pull a Kanye and name your baby North. Yeah, because you ain't naming her South. I can tell you that right now. Are you fans of places of names? Brooklyn, India. I knew a Paris. I grew up with a Paris. Paris Hilton. Uh, I can't remember her last name, but she was a great friend. Um. Okay. You know. All right. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I'm telling you, I knew a guy named Christian P. Bacon. Chris P. Bacon. Wow. No, you didn't. Wow. Jeremy, that's a lie. There's no way. 
Anyway, all right. Now that we've wasted half our lives talking about baby names, Paris or Porsche? Porsche. Uh, Porsche. 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 Porsche sounds rich. Yeah, let me just name my daughter <clears throat> Ford. I know I know a bunch of Mercedes. You know. Yeah. All right, cool. Say goodbye, Jake. Uh, okay. Goodbye, Jake. <laughs> <laughs>